Idly ho, neighborino. Hi. Shopping has got me giving up on all my friends. And I know we haven't been talking, but when you return from your family Christmas, can you HMU in the new year? This is a war crime, you playing this. <laughs> Text Am I supposed to just never play the best theme song? It's not the best. <laughs> You're like my girlfriend. You have like seasonal affective disorder, except that <laughs> you get all sentimental hmm. instead of getting sad like a normal person. Mm, I'm supposed to get sad? Yes. For the song oh, or for no, Christmas? Holidays. You're making oh. melancholy. Oh. Because um, they indicate the passage of time. I and mean, you're... In and a- you, your uh, your journey ever closer towards d- death's doorstep in LA. It's really the only thing that indicates the passage of time. Why don't you just leave? Because <laughs> um, my job's here. Yeah, well, I'll get you one of those jobs in Indiana that's going to be replaced by a robot next year. Sounds How about good to that? me. I don't, I, we're all going to be replaced by robots soon enough. the The singularity is coming. But will robots who who will watch the porn, Sean? Will the robots watch the porn? Um, yeah, How are you going to outsource porn watching? That's I think that's the only thing we don't have to outsource. Uh, that's you know we're all going to just become consumers and that's what we're born twitterers. to do. Yeah, the the leisure class society will be born. <laughs> we'll be born. <laughs> uh, so let's continue alienating our four listeners with more political talk. Wow. I thought you were going to hit the womp womp. Every time we bring up politics, you should hit that. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, while we're on this extremely obnoxious um, tour de force, uh, I never in my life thought I'd see these two things, both involving Alex Jones. Oh. One, <laughs> Alex Jones... Uh, repudiating a conspiracy theory, hmm. which is just mind-bending. You're aware of the, the conspiracy theory. Is this the is, Pizzagate? No, this isn't really a conspiracy theory. This is more of uh, the United States government intel and uh, the CIA saying they have high confidence in a certain something happening and Alex Jones knowing better. That's not weird at all. That's, That's what not he does. weird? He, he believes in everything. He believes in every fucking conspiracy. Not if it comes from the government. No. If there are two dots that you can, two dots on either side of the world, you can connect them. Mm-hmm. So his idea that there's no possible way Russia could have possibly influenced the election. Oh, is that what he's on? Yeah. He's like, no, this is, cra- this is crazy. There's no evidence. Alex Jones. Um, 
I have actually heard that from other sources, but uh, from him, you've heard him right. deny reports before. Um, well, I mean, you, you still have to remember that he is, you know, kind of the most pro-Trump media there was, and now he. Oh, he is. That's he what I'm saying. Way more he's comforting himself. That, yeah. So it, I mean, it's just it, it's certainly it, it's not surprising at all. It's you know, it's it's kind of on brand. You know, first off, it's coming from the government, so that is it is extremely satisfying to see. I, I, I don't think it's that that odd though. You know, it's it's the government saying one thing and him saying another thing. Him no, basically let me tell you saying that the government is lying. Let me tell you what's pleasurable about it. Mm-hmm. Him casting aspersions on other people for making accusations without what he considers to be ample evidence. Oh, That's hypocritical, certainly, yes. But I uh, unexpected, no. <laughs> uh, that is uh I don't know. To me, the thing the thing that tips it, unlike a 9-11 report or a Warren report or mm-hmm. whatever, this is still ultimately anonymous leaks. This is not an official report. So this is mm-hmm. right up his alley. Yeah. yeah People no. whispering in hallways. That is his life. This is literally his livelihood. This is how he pays the rent. But it's not like he's ignoring the topic. He's still covering it. He's saying it, do- it doesn't meet his high standards for conspiracy theories. <laughs> well, everyone's going to have journalistic integrity these days. Right. That's something uh, that's just going out the window. So, Speaking of which, the other wonderful thing that happened related to him is he started deleting content. Mm-hmm. Can you guess which content he started deleting? Yeah, that was the Pizzagate stuff. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. even Alex Jones realizes, huh, I could actually go to jail for some of the things I've said <laughs> when people take a gun and start shooting in public and citing me. This could be bad. Yeah, I I'm not sure that that's uh, yeah. You don't think he's aware that at a certain point he becomes legally liable for these nutcases? Um, as far as I know, the the threshold is essentially you have to explicitly say go in there with a gun and shoot them. Uh, everything yeah, outside but, of that is essentially free speech. I feel like he it, he might be challenging these laws. <laughs> there, there, he might set a new precedent. Yeah, no. If anyone could, I'm I'm sure he would be uh, uh, mean, more than happy to take any fight to the Supreme Court. That would that, only no, strengthen no. his empire. Because he's chicken shit like all these other guys. That's why he's deleting this shit. Because he doesn't really believe it. That's true. If, if he honestly yeah, thought he's a there, were, there were children being raped and murdered at a pizza place. He would not be deleting this content. He's deleting it because he knows it's bullshit and he thinks he's going to get in trouble. He has he has no higher moral claim here. He doesn't think he's helping anyone. He's just promoting his own brand. But he wants to do it without going to jail. Yeah, it <laughs> makes sense to me. I mean, that's, you know, certainly his oh, it, MO. It makes, it makes total sense as a, you know, cowardly, cravenly move. Um, it's just fun to watch him, you know, crawl backwards on the plank. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see you're gaining enjoyment from that. Well, just someone who, you know, uh, posits himself as, you know, got the last honest man in the world and me against the empire and I'm so brave and courageous, but I don't want to be held responsible for this. Yeah. 
Well, I that's do, that's what I enjoy. <laughs> well, I do kind of want to circle back to the uh, the first topic you brought up there, the uh, uh, the Russian hacking. And I, I don't know. I, I guess again, I'm just not surprised at all. When I, I I just assume that that's the sort of thing that goes on all the time. You know, we we interfere with elections all the time as well. And oh, totally. And people should be fucking pissed off about it. About us or about them? Yeah, about us? Just all I'm of saying, it. If I was in Venezuela or I was in Cuba yeah. or I was in Romania or wherever, mm-hmm. and I learned that the U.S. interfered. I'd go burn down the fucking embassy. Totally. People should be pissed off. Yeah. I'm not saying that they're doing anything that no one... I'm not saying that what they did was unprecedented. It was unprecedentedly effective, but... Not necessarily. It's just unprecedentedly public. Um... No, I I mean I really we, think we have definitely swayed entire elections and in, in yeah countries. no totally I, mean, I guess what I'm saying is no a foreign government had never been this successful in swaying the American public before that we know of I mean again it's just that it, it the the means have been publicized but okay this is, can you give me any kind no, of no I, I can't example? because okay yeah so what you're saying is theoretically it's yeah. possible okay but there's okay no I mean in. in uh, you know, it's, theoretically, Sean, I'm living in millions of universes right now, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about them. Well, no, I mean it's more more than theoretical. There, you know, other countries have continually tried to influence our elections, and to say that none of them have been successful, I just I, I can't believe. Well, this is more of a case where you can actually find people. Oh yeah, There's who a, are parroting, you know, propaganda placed by Russian operatives. Like this is you can draw a clear line from point A to point B. Yeah. And the motive is clear, the the method is clear, everything's clear. Whereas if you want to say that China put Bill Clinton in the White House, I think that's more of a convoluted argument. Certainly. Yeah. It, well, it's um you know the the uh, apparent evidence is certainly not there for any of the other cases. There is way more evidence, but again, like I said, that should, I think that has more to do with the the transparency of the methodology than uh, you know it, it being a first. Well, I guess what I'm curious about is you don't seem too bothered by this, or maybe you're just taking an academic view. How do you feel about this? Um, to me, that's status quo. Like, I, I just expect that shit to go on. Um, you know, it's it's certainly something that we do need to uh, to address. But this is why I've always been, you know, everyone, anytime you, you question the validity of the American electoral system, you, basically people just jump down your throat and say you're a nut job conspiracy theorist. But this is, you know, one of the many vulnerabilities that we have in our system is that we can, you know, our news can be easy. Easily swayed. Our fucking, you know, uh, our opinions can be up changed from one way or the other. But then there's, you know, many other things that affect our our poor voting system. You know, just the fact that it's held on a Tuesday. The fact that you know we use voting machines. The fact that we use arcane systems and require you know five million dollars to fucking do a recount. Like there, there are many problems with the system all around. So this does not just you know surprise me at all i i enjoy the fact that these things are coming to light for the normal folks but this is just how i've seen the world for fucking my entire life what you're describing is this good old-fashioned american voter suppression 
Well, I mean, that that's what we see the most often. We are, but- we are more democratic now than we've ever been. There wasn't some golden age in the 1790s when we were a true democracy. It was, this is the most truly democratic we've ever been as a country. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, you know, this is the safest we've ever been. But yeah, I'm still concerned about crime rates. Like, there, just because it's better than it was in the 1800s doesn't mean that we're the best that we can be or even the best in no, the world. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is the, the American stuff doesn't bother me as much. <laughs> it does bother me. But what I'm saying is there is at least a general arc of progress. Mm-hmm. And more than that, uh, there is accountability and there is something I can actually do about it. Like I can actually vote for or against these bums. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, march on city hall. I can do whatever. It's my country. Yeah. But the, the outside meddling is more problematic to me. I mean, that's just globalization in general. We're going to have to figure uh, out how to deal with that. Countries are going to act in their own self-interest. No, that's all fine. I guess what pisses me off is that it worked. <laughs> like That our system is so susceptible. I think the bigger problem here, and this sounds like a joke or this sounds like a platitude or whatever, but I really mean it. The bigger problem here is the American public education system. Like people who go into a booth and and make their vote based on what they saw on their fucking Facebook page. Oh, yeah. And that is their source of news or what someone told them from something they heard. And that is their one source of news. That is the problem. Not some fucking idiot teenager in Macedonia. Well, yeah, I mean, the the fact that we can't tell real news from fake yes. news is is definitely a a detriment to our educational system. I I think I may have told you this already, but I had this to to my mind very eye opening conversation with my parents a couple months ago, hmm. where we were talking about you know like important skills for the future and like what uh what young people today should be learning for the future. And my dad, who's a he's a pathologist, he talks about how. You know, he used to, he, he spends a lot of his time looking into a microscope and looking at cells and looking at cellular structure and trying to determine if something is a pathogen or if something is you know, benign. And so he would have to reference, you know, encyclopedias or he'd have to reference very specific photographs mm-hmm. and try to align that with what he's looking at in this microscope. And it's very difficult. And he goes, oh, now I can go on Google and I can Google image search stuff, and there's you know millions and millions of searches, and it's way easier. I'm like, okay, that's great for you as a medical professional, but I think the biggest skill a young person can have is being able to go on the internet and discern what is real and what is fake. And I I went into this tirade, and both my parents, my mom got a little more, but my dad was just like, it, I saw his face just glaze over. He's mm-hmm. like, no, but you can look it up. And I'm like, yeah, but people fake stuff, and it looks real, but it's not. And you need to be able to tell when it's fake. And he's like, no, but you just look it up. And it just was not connecting with him yeah. that this stuff is out there. So what is, uh, what is your solution? I don't know. Right on. I mean, I think, you know, first of all, I would say don't believe something just because it uh, bolsters your worldview. Be skeptical of anything that seems too good to be true or too bad. Anything extreme, automatically be skeptical of it. 
I think uh, that's fair. But I mean, that is just you know the juiciest of yellow journalism is just. But that the, that's just uh, the base human nature. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's why. But that's it why works. we have education. <laughs> exactly, that's why it's. But that's why it's effective, and because our education system is sh- as shitty as it is, uh, people are going to be sucked into that trap. I feel like anything, but that that should just be something kids are taught in school is. Anything that seems sensationalistic probably is, and the more sensationalistic it appears, the more skeptical you should be. People's burden of proof for stuff that reinforces their worldview mm-hmm. is very low. You, uh, I mean, I'm going to get a little conspiratorial here, but you kind of have to remember that uh, schools are not necessarily engineered to create the best citizens. They're more engineered to create the workers. Oh, uh, I understand. And, I don't think it's conspiratorial. Well, I mean, the the stretch then is that if we are to uh, start educating our uh, our students into you know understanding what is real and what is fiction, that cuts into advertising. Um, you know, the entire uh, economic system that we have now is largely advertising based, and so. If if the people are readily able to discern what is real and what is uh, exploitive, uh, that will get rid of the effectiveness of 90% of advertising. Oh, totally. Now, that's all fine when this is American advertising. But now we're, <laughs> now we're talking about Pravda, all right? Mm. Now we're talking about, you know, Kremlin Inc. Uh, okay? Russia Today, it's called, sir. Kremlin Inc. <laughs> um, by the way, sidebar... You don't have to follow up on this at all, but did you read that fucking insane story about Michael Flynn connecting his computer to the internet inside the Pentagon? I don't know who that is. Michael Flynn is a former general who was kicked out of the army for being a little nutty, who is now uh, Trump's national security advisor. And he was a guy who hammered Hillary about the emails and classified info and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And he connected a personal computer to the internet in the Pentagon. A personal computer with classified information oh. was on the internet like not- at the Pentagon, which is like the one thing if you don't do if there's one thing you should not do there, it is that. As yeah, anyone yeah. who's seen Battlestar Galactica can tell you. <laughs> but that's just like I'm a fucking dumbass, and even I know that. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it is uh, a sad state of affairs. But when you were saying personal computer, I was assuming it was like, you know, his own Macintosh for his, you know. I don't know what it was. Whatever it was, he had classified military yeah, yeah. documents on it. Yeah, as soon as. And that. suddenly, you know, this idiot teenager in Macedonia could access it. <laughs> well, that's that's one thing about the the Russian hacks. If we're going to assume that the Russian hacks were actually this powerful, that means that we're assuming that uh, Hillary's email scandal was the biggest reason that she didn't get elected. And I'm I'm just not certain that that's even true. Why do you think she didn't get elected? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons, but first off, she was— No, uh, I'm, I'm asking you the primary reason. I know there's lots of reasons. Well, the that, primary that, and reason. And that's the thing. No, I don't think there is a primary reason. I think it's you know the straw that broke the camel's back situation. There's just all of these things that came against her. First, of, first off, the DNC knew she wasn't a extremely popular candidate. You know, Just from the get-go, she was our, our second choice eight years ago. So it, it's, it's already a, a sort of tainted property. But then there are so many other people that just hate her in general. There is this sort of uh um 
backlash against Barack that certainly is going to rear its head. Um, all of the white nationalism and, you know, they've had eight years of uh, an African-American president or half African-American. I just want to point out the backlash began like the day he was elected with a fucking tea party. Uh, well, yes, but not, uh, not my president. Take back our country. Uh, well, that wasn't where the Tea Party started. The Tea Party, tea Party st- started in direct, as a direct result of his election. Uh, no, the Tea Party started as a direct result of the bailouts, which were happening, which started happening before. Under he was Bush, elected. I know. Yeah, and that that all carried over. So all that vitriol uh, of the hatred of the system that got foisted onto B Rock, and then that it started to collect that sort of racist tone to it. But that's not where the you're tea telling party me the started. Tea Party existed as an entity before Barack Obama. Yeah, well, before a Bar- no. before Barack Obama took president or took office. Yes, I'm gonna look this up. I feel like you're wrong. I, I've been wrong before. You also thought that the Obamacare was a second term achievement. Yeah, it was just the end of his. It was it was the second. Uh, but that was my point. I was like, well, no, it, it had to this, have been the first one. No, no, because, it was this, it, I was confused that it was the second congressional election. So, it, but he, he used all of his political capital on this thing, right? But that was after the uh, Congress got switched out, essentially. So when he, the first two years that he took office, uh-huh. everything was Democrat, and he would have had a lot better chance of getting it through at that point. But well, they why didn't do it then? Because they were trying to get bar- bipartisan support. So if they oh, had, oh god, what a fucking innocent age! Yeah, if they had just pushed it through as Democrats, they could have gotten fucking single payer health care done, and we would have been, you know, done with all this crap. But they tried, you know, they were trying to do the right thing or whatever, and they, you know, waited till the next congressional session, and it was split, and you know, they had to make a lot of compromises, and we got a really shitty health care system. I gotta say. For better or worse, and obviously for much, 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 much worse, Mitch McConnell has laid out the blueprint of American politics for the next 40 years. I'm unaware. And, and Democrats, I think to their credit, are basically using that model now against Republicans of just saying, okay, we're going to sue the president for everything, and we're going to block every bill, and mm. we're going to fight you on everything for the rest of this presidency. Oh, yeah, yeah. That- and it's just unremitting gridlock, hatred, partisan divide. I'm all for it. Um, the uh, to me, the founding of this country is based on gridlock. It is the uh, the entire reason that we have a Senate and a House is to create gridlock. The entire reason we have the three branches of government is to create gridlock, so we don't make snap decisions and destroy things. Um, things are already on a course for being destroyed, so it's kind of a a bad time in history to start going back to that. But as a a base concept, I am in favor. Imagine if you could, like, I don't know, pass a law to help people or make things better. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't know, like, some kind of voting rights act, something but, like that. No, no, certainly. And that that's the thing. In in a the way the government is structured, those those large things should be able to be pushed through fairly easily. The things that everyone agrees on should be able to to work. But the the problem is that when you open these things up to congressional debate, all of a sudden someone proposes a law and then there's 30 amendments that get thrown in just to make it be able to be passed. Oh, and sure, sure. All, you know, but all I- those earmarks and doggy or whatever the fuck they call them, you know, all of that shit is already baked into the system so that the gridlock stops that bullshit from happening. I think it bears repeating, though, that by passing the Voting Rights Act, which ensured 
fair voting protection for black people, mm -hmm. the Democrats lost to the South for 50 years. Mm, yeah. It's their own damn but, fault. Uh, uh, both sides are flawed. <laughs> the whole world is fucked. Just remember to text before falling. What do you say? What do you know? Get me Joe. Joe who? Joe Gibson. Next week. I'm assuming that got a laugh. I don't know.